Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live here at Gunnar Nordstrom's gallery, the epicenter of Bellevue Social Life. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Tracy Klinkroth of Chick Chat on her way. She's not quite here yet. Um, Michael Kotzman, our food and wine ambassador. Hello. Jason Rendon of Seattle Wine Exchange. Hello, hello. Our very um, exclusive Count Cody from the Seattle area. And our Kim Crumpler of Uniquely Savvy. Hello, everybody. Hello. Delighted to be here. (laughs) Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but it feels like we're on air live at midnight. It is so dark (laughs) out now with the weather and the kickback in time. I'm just, but um, you are over at Dubai, Mr. Count. You know, I, I was just saying, it is my new favorite city. and um, But, you know, it's always nice to come home. But yeah. I tell you, I know. I'm ready to go back. I would say sunshine is, is very appealing yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, definitely. Okay, well, today's show is brought to you by Kind Bars and Cascade Ice, two of our national sponsors, and we appreciate them very, very much. If you've never tried their stuff, oh, you've got to get some. They're kind, the Kind Bars are really good for you and really yummy. <laughs> Okay, so we are going to start out with Jason. He has brought three different wines for us to try. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about this first wine we're going to be trying on air before we break into our topics. Today. So I brought in some wines from Argentina. Uh, two wines, Chardonnay, Tarantas, and Malbec. Uh, the first two are organic grapes. Um, they're real big and being organic and, and uh, biodiversity over there. So... Uh, so the first one's going to be Chardonnay. You should get a little butter, a little uh, um, aromatic from that. Go ahead and get a little swirl. It's got a little straw color to it. So very clear. It's been, there's no oak in this, believe it or not. So let's see what you guys think. And um, Well, we know I've never been a big, huge fan of Chardonnay, but this last year, with um, the way the Chardonnays have been made has been very untypical. Um, the flavors and, and profiles are so much more more than I ever thought a Chardonnay could be. <laughs> it's got a little bit of a cantaloupe taste to it. You know, it's very easy drinking and all that. So it's delicious, Mr. Michael. Yeah, well, everybody's sticking their nose on their glasses right now. If you were here, you'd be like, "Oh my God, what are they doing?" All right. <laughs> it's like I can't comment on this. Uh, no, um, it's really interesting because you know, I get like wet stone on the nose, like yeah, like a, a wet placement. It's really interesting that 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 tells you right there it's not oak. Um, very nice. Not too much acid, though. Well, no. There's it's acid on there. It's not terribly. Mmm. Mm. It definitely gets some. Wow, like it, it was like nice, um, like almost melons, and then it went right into like citrus and almost minerality at the very end. It's almost it's like a, a. Where's that from? A soft crisp. A soft it's from uh, Mendoza. It's Mendoza. Oh, like California. Uh, yeah, no. Mendoza, <laughs> Mendoza, Argentina. 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 Ah, yeah. It's taking us to the sun. Oh, yeah. Got a little bit of vanilla at the back end. That's what's kind of nice is the mellow. Like some of the Washington Chardonnays, you get it and you get this real sharp kind of like a, a – if you look at wine as a flavor and it's like here is a road and then there's a cliff, a lot of Washington Chardonnays go da 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 boom. Is that because of the weather and the climate here? I think it's a little bit of that, and also the steel barrels. I don't think there's a steel. I think it's concrete. So, Jason, tell us a little bit about what it is that you do. You've brought these three fabulous wines in for us, and you have a great service that is perfect for the holidays. Yes, I do a personalized wine sales and service. I'm I'm carrying the wines that no one else will. 
I did a lot of small wineries, a lot of ones that we know the owners and everything else. Uh, next year, I'm going to Italy to go talk to the Italian distributors that I have over there to, you know, I like a story. I want to find out. These are under a 1,000 cases. These are, I feel there's a little bit of love. You know, that's the way that I deal with my, my clients that I have when I work with them. You know, it's like, okay, what are you looking for? If you're just looking for a price, you're like, I don't want to spend more than $10. I'm not for you. It's quality. You know, and I have this saying that I really do believe in. Anything you do in life is quality. I'm serious. If you drink, drink quality. If you agree. if you love, love quality. Whatever yeah. it is. And my friends that are around me, I haven't seen like here's an example. I haven't seen Count Cody in six months plus. <laughs> Just like I haven't seen him since yesterday. He's a quality friend, and that's yeah. I think what socially savvy and what we all talk about is like we're real honest. And this wine here is very real and honest. It's not fake. You know. So you're bringing along the experience as well as the wines. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I Mike it. and I, we talked about that in the food wines. It's kind of like, you know, oh, what, you know, we get excited and we get going. We're like, oh, it's like, you know, I'm still talking about that, that silly uh, uh, spice that we're talking about when you want to learn about wine. Smell the nutmeg from your your, uh, your cupboard. See what that right. smells like. So know. that you can start to identify some of those herbs and stuff in the in the backgrounds of the wine. And the other thing is I want wine to be unpretentious. It really is. I mean, you don't need to swirl it for five minutes and <laughs> It's like, no, it should be drinkable with friends. Because with your friends, if the wine takes center stage, then all your friends are winos. But if your wine is second stage, that means you're having a good conversation. Now, there's quality winos out there. I would True, true. Yes, and a bunch of our listeners in the air. Well, thank you. I know we're going to be trying three other wines, one from one of our sponsors and two more from yours. So um, I look forward to trying the next one. Yeah, not a problem. Mr. Michael. Yes. So, uh... Yes. Okay. So, uh, what is to be socially savvy brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes? Just like our hands, our cell phones need to be regularly cleaned and detoxified. I love that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, 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 I, I love those things. They are awesome. Too. I use them all the time, actually. They're great for your computers and stuff, too. Yes. And and glasses and, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Everything. I use them all the time. And they're, and they're easy to pack. They are. They sure. are. So today's topic is socially savvy holiday attire, um, where, what you can do to go from daytime to holiday time in just a minute, as well as getting your full-on fancy on. Uh, we wanted to chat a little bit about this just because, you know, going into the holidays, I think a lot of us have come into a new era of we, we used to work before, but now we'd be working our butts off. And our transition times are going to be shorter. Um, a lot of people are going to be coming directly from work to events because of the, the commute times and what's going on. And yeah. Exactly. And so we thought we would just touch base on some of the new things that are coming up, you know, the trends. Um, and also give you guys some tips on how to easily transition between one and the other because a lot of times just to change from an everyday look to a holiday look is a matter of changing out three or four small pieces, jewelry, accessories, scarves, that kind of thing. So we brought in Count Cody and Kim Crumpler here to um, chat with us a little bit about that. So uh, with that said, welcome. And Kim, why don't you start us a little bit on um, what you're seeing with the trends with holiday and everything. And everything. <laughs> so trends for the holiday. Well, let's talk about the ladies first, shall we? Most definitely. So let's talk about you. <laughs> because look at you. You are all sparkle, 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 and that's what it's all about. You did it so well. You brought it. That's what I was trying to do today. I wanted to be comfortable, but at the same time, I wanted to show you can you can do comfort and sparkle can dress up anything. It's so true. 
It's so true. So I love it. It's as easy as surround sparkly earrings and uh, bracelets or a ring. Look at mine. I love yours. Thank you. Glitter, glitter, Look at mine. <laughs> Thank you. Let, yeah, let's talk about me. No. <laughs> well, and you look absolutely, you know, I love it because so many people this time of year wear black. I mean, we just, we feel like we have to wear black. That's just who we are. But you have this beautiful fuchsia and yellow and pearls and this is why we have you here. <laughs> Well, thank you. And I tried to dress to uh, be tailored to the task as we're talking about holiday attire. One of the things that's really um, popular for the gals is color, 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 bold color for, for holiday. Um, and then the, the um, colors will really pop if you wear them with um, in satines or satins or shimmery fabrics. So that'll be really fun. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. So, you I know, like and, and also... Speaking to you, to the point of the, the pearls, these are chunky. I love the love Stella and Dot. Yes, Stella, Stella and, dot. and Dot. I have that necklace. Yes. I love it. Yes, Stella and Dot. So it's chunky. So it's modern. It's fun. It's, you know, sassy, right? Yeah. Um, but other things for holiday is the little red dress versus the little black dress. Oh, I love that. Yes. Color again. Yes. Red, red, red. Everything's going back to color. So uh, I was just cruising around the mall shopping today for a client, and there are red dresses everywhere. Oh, lovely. Um, so super fun that way. Um, a couple other things for the gals. Oh, ramp it up with lace if you want to. Oh, Stockings are back in thanks to the princess. Yes. So excited about that. Go ahead, Cody. Absolutely. I was going to say that is it all started from the wedding. It and did. It's going it on. It did. And I love it. I do too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it adds a lot of um, pizzazz, and you can. I think it's one of those pieces where you can wear just a regular hosiery and, and be very casual and laid back, and you can switch into a lace or a fishnet if it's, you know, the smaller ones have a little bit more of an elegance to it, and you can really pizzazz something up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really easy to to switch up your look that way. Um, leather, as you know, has been a big fall trend for, for both the guys and the gals. Um, and you can take that right into holiday as well. You know, uh, a variety of dresses and, and skirts today. Like I'm, your skirt? Yeah. yeah. My little skirts. For you even have bling on your belt, too. I do have bling. So, actually, um, this is great for day. I mean, I did wear it for the day, but... Um, I, what I did to make it a little bit more festive for your show is added a little blingy um, belt of sequins. Uh-huh. Um, but this is just a straight black pencil skirt uh, that I could wear during the day, change it out, dressed up for night, and then again just added the sparkle in the in the bling. Um, some other trends for the gals: neons, color blocking. You'll see that into the. You shaking his head? Have you been seeing this? Well, you know, I just got back on this trip, and that's exactly what we saw in Dubai. Is that right? Yep, spot on. Yep. So tell us a little bit about color blocking, because there are people who they can recognize certain things, but they don't necessarily know it by name. Okay, so color blocking is really taking two or more colors, and they're, they are literally blocked out. So they could be big, wide stripes, or they could be okay. blocks, or maybe in these little platform shoes you might see four different colors. Um, maybe the heel is one color, the okay. toe box might be another color, and then the side's another color. Awesome. So really super fun. Um, not, I'm not a, a fan favorite of that. You know? yeah. um, so My body type's really not real that. popular with that either, but it can carry color throughout. Just not, yeah. But there are <laughs> some people who look really, it, it looks really cute. It's, it's a fun way of adding color into it. 
Yes, and completely standing out in a very different way for the holidays for the gals. So now, if you're trying to bring in color and you're unused to color, I, I know one of the unwritten rules has always been: if you're going to bring color, bring it in in threes, bring it in in three different places, so that you pull the color from top to bottom. Um, I know that whenever I had any doubts, that's how I used to do it, so I wouldn't feel like out of place. Mm-hmm. So you would bring in three different colors? So or you would three three places where I would add the colors. So if I was adding red to what I was wearing right now, I'd Which probably you are. do. Yes, <laughs> I would have red earrings. And if I was really trying to bring it all the way down, I probably would have thrown maybe red hose on or red something else in two other places aside and maybe a necklace and maybe mm-hmm. bracelet if I wanted to be real subtle or if I wanted to be a little bit bolder, maybe um, uh, tights with some red in it, just to bring that color all the way down. Um, mm-hmm. I've even seen people put, you know, red pumps at the bottom and, you know, the color in two other places. And it looks really balanced. And for somebody who's maybe not as sure, you know, how to pull in some of these colors, like if, if I had the color view, I would have been looking at those in my closet going, oh, no, I'm not that brave. <laughs> yes, yes. As a matter of fact, uh, I had posted this on, on our business page on Facebook and someone's like, oh, whoa, no, I think it's, for me. It's beautiful. But when you bring it all together and, again, the pearls that illuminate and tie it all in and soften and brighten it in just the right spots, that's that's what you gals can do. Hey, Tracy. I love it. Tracy's here. Yay. You know, one of the things that I think is so particularly nice about what you're wearing right now is it's the ratio of color that mm-hmm. you've pulled in right there. You've got that beautiful fuchsia right around your face and that, like, sunshine yellow. But, it again, ratio is so important. Yeah, and it is it's beautiful. exquisitely executed. <laughs> Thank you. That is that is the art of dressing for sure <laughs> and how to bring it how to bring it in all together so well and um so you have a website do you have a place where people can email you if they're looking for tips and tricks or do you have a, a blog where you update you know things that are going on right now yes as a matter of fact all of the above so our website is uniquely savvy.com uh-huh. uh facebook i'm pretty active on that uh, as uniquely savvy facebook dot com forward slash uniquely savvy offering a lot of tips for both men and women and then of course our blog which is be uniquely savvy i love it i love it yeah okay so um let's go ahead and do our second wine tasting oh well we're going to go into the men too the men are getting a little bit frumpled. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. Hey. Here's the proof <laughs> that men <laughs> care about care fashion about. and style. They we do. heard it right here and oh, right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was only suggesting that we maybe try another of the four wines that are sitting in front of us. <laughs> we still have wine in our glasses now, folks, so they're really good. So that's going to be the value of that. But, no, it's good. It's like, no, I was just saying that, you know, there is a a way to transition from a men's fashion from business wear to party wear. Yes. And I think, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about it now, but it is a transition. Well, it is. And I wanted to, while you were, while you were going to get ready to pour, I was going to make some recommendations for transitioning, um, particularly for us women. Um, actually, Tracy, if you want to come and catch a mic with us, we were uh, putting together ideas on socially savvy quick change ideas. And uh, there's some fun things that you can do if you have a basic attire. Let's say you're in a place where you have to be a little bit more contemporary or conservative, I'm sorry, with what you wear. Um, And I know that, Tracy, you know, you and I are running all over the place from every kind of meeting. And so um, I have little things that I bring with me to add bling if I'm going to a party. Um, What's his name? (laughs) What's his name? Yes, Brett knows. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, this is, these are really great ideas because um, I, as I'm like right now, I wear a lot of black and I don't do what you do, Kim, and you look beautiful and I like yeah, the colors and there's just a lot of things to, you know, grab the eye. And um, so here's some good ideas in terms of you can grab your sparkle, uh, perhaps colored crystal draped on your ears or neck and wrist can take the everyday to amazing. Reds, greens, and blues can take your breath away. Uh, it's what beautiful writing, LB. As well as the oh. elegant white or clear when the when the lights hit. Um, you can also slap out a sparkle top for your regular shell under a suit. Um, throw on pumps, and you know, particularly like I like like colored pumps, like yes. purple or something that's kind of different. Exactly. And for you guys. We'll talk about a little bit more. Okay, we'll be talking about the guys a little bit later. But, you know, these are some things that I think if you're going to be transitioning, like I said, you're going to be going to work and you're, you know, you get off work at 530, you're downtown Seattle, you're trying to make a party up in Everett by 615, 645. (laughs) You know, you're really pushing it. So you need to have some, I always say, we talked about holiday time, having some basic staples, a little emergency kit in the car for if you're a man or a woman um, and in our suggestions it was to have, you know, have a um, a pair of gold or and or a pair of silver in the car with you all the time for earrings, um, possibly a uh, matching bracelet and necklace. Um, women have an extra pair of hosiery because uh, the worst thing that could ever happen is all of a sudden you're running off to something and rip. You know, have those backup plans for you. And I always throw a pair of heels in my car because a, a pair of heels can take plain to exceptional just by four inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Four inches and and sparkle. And I and will sh- I will share yeah, this yeah. as an example again. Is originally again, when we were talking about daytime, this outfit, yeah, transit. You know, if it was for work, we'd probably take off the sparkle. The shoes were a little bit lower for the day. Um, still patent to add that you know sheen and that shine for the elegance. holiday. Yeah, the elegance. But I raised this heel tonight to show you, yes, elevation, four inches. Yep. It just made the whole outfit sassier, it um, does. more festive, and woo, yes, woo, it's, the wow factor. It, I was going to say, it says tood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> true that. It, oh, I'm sorry. True. True? He said true that. True oh, true that. <laughs> but yes, it's really easy to just switch out your shoes, to just have sparkle, sparkle, sparkle in yep. your shoes, just in those key points. The yep, ears, the triggers. Yep, the trigger points. The ears, the shoes. You know, something on your on your ring finger or your um, your wrist. Yep. Yeah. So don't over accessorize. Right. That's the thing I was going to add is that there are a lot of women and men too who can like just because you saw it on the shelf doesn't mean it's worth you. Yeah. Don't wear those high heels if it's not you, guys. Don't wear that Gucci if it's just not you. It's yeah. The and I think you know in in the thought process of um, like the pearls that you have like chunky. One of the things I think you almost can't overdo are pearls because I've seen people go from one strand and wear 30 strands and, you know, how they're elevated and tied together can be really, really elegant on the wrist, on the neck. You know, pearls, I think, is one of those things if you're inexperienced and you're not quite sure, um, you almost can't go wrong. I think we have to thank Coco for that. Oh, love Coco. She <laughs> Love Coco. <laughs> All of us are in love with Coco. Okay, so we get to enjoy the second wine before right. we transition into our men's attire for a holiday. The second wine is a Tarantas, again, from Argentina. And uh, this one's also organic base, organic uh, grapes growing out of the Mendoza. These are all Mendoza, kind of north. And on this one, uh, you should get a little uh, light uh, melon out of that. And what's really cool about Toronto's, which is kind of like new, is like imagine eating Thai food. 
This mm-hmm. is a good Thai food drink. And a lot of people, they go, oh, I got Thai food. I don't know what to eat. I don't, I don't know what to drink. I'll, I'll just have this warm Chardonnay. It's like, no. Toronto's has got a nice, it's it's not super sweet, but it adds a good balance to that sharpness of that galanga, sharpness to the garlic, sharpness to the little the spice to it. And if you put these two together, it kind of takes a little bit of that bite off. And I'm I'm destined to sell this to every, you know, Thai food, food eater. I want to have, yeah. Well, not only that, but, you know, why is it that goes to Thai food? So what's, what do you, what, in Thai cuisine, what is there a lot of? And spice. Uh, you have your high spice, mm-hmm. and you get a high acid. Because yes, from what? Limes, lime, lime, lime juice, lime, lemon yeah. juice, garlic, citrus, garlic, the peppers, peppers. So absolutely. So you want, you definitely want a wine that's gonna be low in alcohol, right? Yeah. So it's not gonna intensify that spice. Which is, is what is the back of percentage? I don't want to say it's like twelve. Yeah, twelve point eight. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So and that's just right in that range, right? right. Yeah, it melts so, out the flavor. Yep. And I got, I actually got a lot of pineapple out of that. Mm. So I'm this now. Um, but the nice thing about it, yeah. I, I, it tastes soapy. soapy to me on the back. I don't know why. A lanolin, or it has a what is that that I'm tasting? I mean, this is and and listeners, please understand you're you're listening to probably the most illiterate wine drinker. No, 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 that's here. that's a valid. I was gonna taste. say I'm I'm right. I'm here. This is always the part where I feel really stupid. Soapy can be a, a buttery. Soapy can be a very buttery, a very low. It's got low acid. In it. That's that. Uh, you know the hints that you got, and that's mm-hmm. that's a valid. When people talk about wine, don't worry about it. Let's go settle back, and I had the smell of the. Air, the, the nah, nah, nah. No, what does it taste like? It to tastes you? So absolutely. <laughs> we've talked about that before. You know, uh, it's it's a personal experience. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, you know, when it comes from Argentina, you're thinking of you know, it's got a definitely a longer growing season. Yes. So you're going to the the longer the grape is on the vine, the more the the tropical fruits you're going to get more. Even sometimes stone fruits like peaches and yes. In this case, I, I you know I, I got pineapple. Uh, it's more more of a juice layer. It's not concentrated. Concentrated is different. When you think about concentrated, it's where you leave the, the grapes on the vine so mm-hmm. much that it turns raisiny, pruny, kind of a pruny taste to it. This is very nice and fruity. It's kind mm-hmm. of it reminds me a lot of Washington wine. Washington wine, I feel, is a lot of fruit based. You know, compared to like oh, definitely, definitely, and I think that you know in Washington you also get a shorter growing season, so you get a lot more of the pear notes that come through, a lot more apples and, and uh, that come through. So, right. but that's nice. That's really nice. I really enjoyed that, Jason. That's very nice. Thank you very much. No, you're welcome. You know, I I like bringing wines that are good, they're easeable. You know, this this is a fourteen dollar wine. You know, I try to find mm-hmm. wines that aren't too terribly expensive, a quality wine for quality price, and amongst friends, it's like. You know, I think for me personally, unless you have money, gone are the days where it's like, look at me, I have this two hundred dollar wine. Don't you love me? Oh, darn it! No, yeah, no kidding. Uh, in Argentina. In Argentina, yeah. Speaking in French about an Argentine, me and the wine, what is wrong with you? German, what is that? I've got some gross German in there. <laughs> supposed to be happy, and that's what we're doing here. Is like, well, we I think you make a good point. I think wine has gone mm-hmm. from a very pretentious, um, and only certain social settings would indulge in it, to a very open and, um, you know, it's not even about sophistication. Anybody can drink wine. Anybody can enjoy it, and it has become such a social, it can create a social epicenter at any event yeah. that you do. And people don't have to. It's like my husband. His favorite term is, there's two kinds of wine. There's good wine and there's bad wine. And that's okay these days. Yes. 
You know, you don't have to have, you know, that soapy with an undertone of bark. I mean, I don't know what that means. No, but I guarantee you, though, if you have a wine that's not drinkable and you're having a party, Everybody. you will be labeled the person that has a bad wine. Yeah. Sorry, I hate to say that. Or if you have a good wine and you have the wrong food with it, it yeah. also makes that wine bad. You're yeah. still the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. I would agree. Absolutely. I would totally agree. Well, thank you so much <laughs> for introducing us to yet another wine. Okay, I think we are going to um, move along here. And Tracy, I think you're going to introduce us, aren't you? She's looking at me. Okay, <laughs> don't look like who me. She's going to. Well. Actually, you know what? No, let's go ahead and let's. That's right. We broke it up a little bit. Let's go ahead and talk about um, attire for men for the holidays. Uh, you know what's out there that's hot. Um, what's going on, and also how to transition. Well, just in time. I just got off the phone with the guys from Hugo Boss. I do love Hugo Boss. But uh, it's it's a great uh, European classic look for many. And so what they're saying in their store and in general that's really hot are slim fit. French cup shirt. Yes. But yes, he says. Yes, by the <laughs> way. Um, and we always love a man who's well-dressed, don't we? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of tasty. Very tasty. <laughs> it's beyond tasty. It's Cody delicious. <laughs> we love it. We now, love it. Now, you know why the French cuffs are really good? I, I like to dress up a lot, and I'll go from there. So the French cuff, during the work day, I'm a work day attire. I, I rolled up my cuffs. I'm, I'm in 10. I'm ready to go. Let's rock. Mm-hmm. When you're out at night, you can roll it down. And the French cuffs, you can show off the jewelry that most most men, you know, I I see this loosey straight men are like, well, I wouldn't wear that jewelry, the rings, not. no, they have the cufflink. Oh, yeah, there you that. go. Sean, cufflink, you know, they can show off the style. There are so many cufflinks cuff against men are like it's like a training thing. It's like, oh, you see what I got? Look, look what I got. Look what I got. You know. Yes, it's it's showing your your personal statement of style. Yeah. Whether it's color or understated or textured or what have you, so. I, I like that. Without idea. having to throw a tie on. I think in this year, day and age, it's like, you know, everybody's like, when I grew up, it's like, oh, you have to wear a tie because you're sophisticated. It's like, no, you can throw on a cufflink on, throw on a good, stylish necklace. I'm talking about the gold ring. I'm talking about a nice, uniquely made one, something that's different. And I'm not talking about the, you know, the, the, uh, uh, men's Warehouse, not Men's Warehouse, I'm sorry, uh, Men's Magazine, which has the little lightning spark, you know, and all that, or the diamond shark. No, there's some that's silver that looks really nice that can fit, you know. Well, and I know that when um, I went back to work with Nordstrom's, and so in the mornings, the different departments will kind of go over what is going on, and the men's department stepped up, and they were showing that the trend for men is to um, unbutton those top couple buttons and, and be a little bit more casual more relaxed. in your open, you know, with your business um, attire. You know, attire isn't necessarily the way to go as far as being stylish. You can still be sophisticated and still go to an, a higher-end event like Count Cody here. He's got the scarf. I absolutely I love it. Like an I'm obsessed with them. Wow. And, you know, you were, I don't want to jump here. in here, but, you know, you were talking a little bit about, you know, what you can do. Um, to make a look look different. And for me, ascots are, are key. Mm-hmm. And you can travel with them easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a look and that can be immediately changed. So I'm a huge it is. fan of them. It's, it's definitely distinguishable, more so even than the bow tie, which is also being shown strongly for the fall or, um, or for the holidays. So can I, I really like the bow tie? Absolutely. If you guys wear a bow tie, and I stress this really hard, or an ascot, Talk to your sales rep. They will teach you how to tie it. Okay. Be the man that ties the tie right. I, I, I can't stress that enough. 
is that if, if once you learn how to, I can tie a bow tie. I need to practice a little bit, but I can do it. People look at it better. Women look at it better. Men look at it better when you, like, I can do it. I'm not putting this little clip on. Same thing with an ascot. I, I'm still fumbling with an ascot tie. There are clip-ons that look really good, but come on. Take it to the next level because you feel good. When you feel good, it exudes confidence. And that's true. the best part of it. So we were talking about, you know, what to have in your car as a backup. Um, then, you know, I have a backup shirt in my car. If I spill wine on this one, I've got a backup just in case. I learned that a long time ago. You know, I know it's silly and all that, but you never know. So you never know. No, I think that's a good point. You know, we're talking about nylons and, and um, you know, things for women. For men, yeah, have a backup shirt. Have a, um, a, a tie that can dress something up. Um, interestingly enough, and, and tell me what you think of this, I've had gentlemen who, if you have um, the right attitude, and we're going to talk about it a little bit later on in the show about, you know, um, be careful of how you wear your clothes because you don't want your clothes wearing you. But um, one of the fun things is, is with men, I've seen a lot of men um, throw colored socks on and in, in a way that is very fun. But you have to be very, very careful with it. You have to own it. You, yeah, you do exactly. have to own it. And, and that's, the, that's the deal. Is if, it's your, if it's truly your authentic style, then you're going to rock it. You can put it on. You're going to own it. You're going to play with it. You're going to talk about it. But if it's not you, you just leave it alone like you shook and said no. It's not good on a date. If you're going on a date, I don't want to say dress conservative, but dress who you are, but don't go over the top. You know, you are trying to, you are in an interview, you know, dress appropriately. That's a good point. You are. It is whether you want it to be or not. It is that kind of an interview. <laughs> Ouch. To uh, dress up, an, another thing is like uh, looking at Count Cody. He's got a nice blazer on. I mean, that's something that at work you may not wear a blazer, but if you're getting ready to go out, bring it with you. Throw in the car, mm-hmm. toss it on. I was going to say that, too, because I remember an ex-boyfriend being um, rejuvenated fashion-wise after I broke up with him. Oh, I love sent that. him to a stylist, mm-hmm. and she got him to wear a really beautiful texture. I think it's like a velvet yeah. blazer, and it looks yeah. awesome. He rocked it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, and he just looks so sexy, I got to say. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do you think of stylists? Are they worth it? Is it yes. How, how, who I need to get one. <laughs> <laughs> how, what, what's hmm. Who do I know that's a stylist? <laughs> well, we know a lot of people. I mean, there's some of us that can get it, and some of us don't. Like, I look at Count Cody, and he's always stylish. Yeah. Every time I see him, it's just wonderful dress. But what about other people who just, should we get a stylist, or should they look at, you know, GQ? Should they look at, there's a new program. I just saw this on the Internet just recently. It's called The Trunk, and what you do is you pay an X amount of dollars, and they'll send you a wardrobe head to toe, jacket, shirt, pants, undies, socks, shoes. Is that something people should do now? What do you, what do you, what's your opinion on that? Well, you know, with, with this ex-boyfriend in particular, I could never get him to get out of Eddie Bauer for the life of me. And then he he got married. I want to air my all my, like, dirty laundry now. Yeah. That's okay. He got married, divorced, and he was really in a place where he wanted, he'd done a lot of self-work, and he wanted to kind of reinvent himself, and yeah. he wanted to do that with his clothing. And he felt so... I mean, not that I think, you know, everything is about how we look and how we dress, although, but it but is an important empowering. to make yeah. you feel better. And when you feel better, you can go out in the world and do really great things. But he just felt so confident, and he, like, would not shop without his stylist, like, well, and forever. And then eventually he got, <laughs> but he got um, more comfortable doing it himself. Well, and I know a lot of people, I mean, I love style. I've grown up, when I was a little girl, I just envied Coco Chanel. And at seventh grade, I was wearing black and white and, and blouses. And people look at me like, you, you know, kids are popular. You're supposed to be wearing kids. To hell with your kids. I don't like your kids. They're ugly. I'm not going to wear your kids, you know. Everybody's sense of style is, is different. But even for somebody like me who loves fashion, 
I love to look like to somebody like Kim and go, hey, you know, give me a little, we can all use a fine tune and we can always use an update. There's always something that maybe we have not ventured outside of ourselves to well, that, expand yeah. our horizons. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe that one little thing that's going to tweak our wardrobe and, and take us that next step. I think anybody can benefit from this. People are really good at, like, I can pick out really pretty things, but putting them all together, like, they don't go or accessorizing and trying yeah. to figure out what's going with what. Yeah. I think, awesome. you know what I heard this, this phrase the other day? I was, I'm looking for suits. I, I like quality clothing. You know, I wear it really well. I like looking for it. And I was looking at this. I didn't, I've lived here nine years now. I just heard, or longer than that. I just heard this phrase, the Seattle suit, which is a flannel shirt with a vest, blue jeans. And I'm like, is that really what we're, you know, I can see this at Microsoft. Microsoft khakis, the man purse, and the, you know, the T-shirt and all that. Is that? Don't make me vomit. <laughs> right. You know, and I think the thing is, it, is, is people are really starting to embrace their personal style. I mean, I work with people at Microsoft on many, many levels from the senior VPs to, you know, programmers. And if they, ha- one of them has a man purse and it's, you know, Louis Vuitton, right? Yeah. So it just depends, and I think it's it's really important to just evaluate your personal style, what you love, what feels good, who's your audience, what do you want to communicate? Know what you're comfortable with. Know what you're comfortable with and and ex- explore and experiment with, with uh, different textures and fabrics and styles and just spend some time getting to know yourself that way. And, you know, that's the part of some of it. Like, every day I get up, and who knows, I might be rock star one day, and I might be super corporate the other day. But it's stepping into that, you know, look and that feel, and that creative moment when you mm-hmm. look in your closet. Have fun with it. Oh, yeah. You know, there are no rules. <laughs> that's the truth. You know, I, I actually, we're looking at uh, clothing around here, you know. So we look at clothing. So I just got off work. I have slacks, and I have a, a purple shirt on, and the cuffs rolled up. Count Cody's got blue jeans. They're stylish blue jeans with a. Was it? Oh. Oh, nice. He's got an emblem. Oh my goodness, poor. And which uh, ties in with the, the shirt and uh, the ascot and the blazer. Um, you know, we've got the other. We've got Gunner, who is the host here. He's in a suit with a nice white shirt. We have everything kind of, you know, displayed here. We've got casual. I wore sparkle because I wanted to um, look at and, and talk to Kim later about transitioning and, you know, make sure I was on. But one of the things I love about you, Cody, is your attention to detail. And this is one of the things I really want to encourage the audience to do. Attention to detail. It's the little things that make everything, whether it be a dinner party, whether it be um, your clothing attire, it's the little things. And you're wearing penny loafers with pennies in them. <laughs> love that. I say they make me walk better. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Michelle, she brings these, uh, she's got these great pants that she's got that are her vault denim that are like, they got the little detail. Now, they don't say Count Cody on them, but they have like a little, you know, right there, Tracy. Bam! <laughs> it's got a little bit of bling. It's like, that's that little bit of attention, you know, the detail that it's kind of like, you, you maybe the majority of people might go, oh, they're just wearing jeans. They don't see it, but some people do. Well, and the nice thing about, you know, I love vault denim because they do. They put bling on the jeans. And and if you don't know anything about vault denim, definitely go to our, our website and check Michelle out because 
they are um, a fun way of transitioning. If you've always been comfortable in jeans and you haven't, you know, you're trying to find that way to dress things up a little bit, this is a really easy, very comfortable way of doing it. You throw a nice blouse on with an, a nice pair of blingy jeans, throw a platform heel on, some pearls, and there's not very many parties you can't walk into unless it's a full-blown-on cocktail dress. You can get away with a lot just by taking something as elegant as um, a well-manufactured and blinged jean. Well right. I, I hate to, so I'm going to bring up this one thing for us men. All right, so guys, here's what you need to have in your box. When you go out at night, have your small lint roller. They're from Men's Warehouse. They get them for like two bucks. Put them in your car. That small sewing sit. So if you have a little thread that's pulling out, don't pull it. Just clip it. I, you know, it's going to, this is like $5 under to help you out. The rolling tape is going to help you out. Your extra shirt. I, I hate saying this, but, you know, this is what's going to help you be the success when you go to the party, especially if you're single. Right before you walk in the door, you know, even though you've got the, you know, the shampoo and all that, roll your back with a little, the, uh, the lint roller. Make sure you don't have any threads. Throw a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, mouthwash and a little mint, <laughs> and then you're good to go. Take a second to help yourself out. I, I, I don't know. I can't. I see a lot of people. I do a lot of interviews with people, and they come in there, and I'm like, dude, here, have a mint. And I'm sure that crosses over into the single folks trying to find other people, right? Well, and one of the most difficult things to talk about is, you know, <laughs> as we get older, you know, we remember back when we were teenagers and we could kiss somebody, you know, right first thing in the morning and it was, you know, this beautiful expression of love and, and nothing was bad. And, you know, now we're 40, 50, and 60 and things just aren't as freshly picked. And so you have to pay attention to those details. You know, things like mints, things like, you know, is this under five dollars? You know, it's a, again the attention to detail. Um just, I'm sorry, it's part of life. Go ahead. And and guys, take a look at your fingernails. <laughs> you. You know, I can't uh, tell you how many times I've been out and I'm like, All right, dude, you got stuff with your fingernails. Men right. uh, um, um men going in for manicures and pedicures is not it. even rare anymore. Oh. I, Every time I go in, there's a man getting something done. Every Last time I went, time I go. there was the one girl, two girls that were doing it, and five guys. No, it, 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 it's, wow. especially if you're a hardworking man, because there are a lot of men out there who have actually, gone back to the roots, and they're busting their butt. Actually, go I do in my own. for a manicure. If, if I do my own. Or if you're a couple, you know, help each other out. It'd be a great date night. Give each other manicures. Pedicures. Okay, yeah. Tracy, I'm sorry. I, I agree with Tracy on that. Yeah, okay, I, I, that's like, that goes right up there with like popping zits or something. Oh, no, I think no, that no. would take the case. I don't want okay, to do that was my awful. man. I know. No, my I'm, always, I'm here for uh, creative relief, you know. Actually. Okay, well, my husband has been really cute, and he paid in my toenails once. It was oh, very okay. fun, you know, over a glass of wine. I mean, we're not talking about the gross <laughs> stuff. We're talking about, you know. Well, Brett, well, uh, Brett, would you paint my toenails too? <laughs> Brett, where you at? You just totally added him. He just ran away. Oh, I'm going to totally make him now. Too. Will you come do my? Okay. He's a man, man. But well, no, you wanna... manicures and pedicures and stuff are are good for everybody all the way around. Yeah. Um, especially even men. You know, we're going to jump forward into summertime. If you're wearing, you know, little flip flops and stuff like that, uh, yeah. you don't want it to be. It's the attention to detail, and I can't. You guys are serious about your uh, yeah. the your detail. Style it is man for me. Men right now, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I it's think, true. I think as I've gotten older, it's like you know, it's like really take the time, guys. I mean, when when you're close to somebody, you know, maybe back when you're kids, you didn't really care. You're like, oh, whatever. It's like kiss them. Now it's kind of like, <clears throat> stay over there. That's okay. 
Now I agree. Now we come to um, LB's favorite portion of the show, which is socially acceptable and unacceptable, and she always gets to do the unacceptable. So I will do the acceptable. So it's brought to you by Cascade, Cascade Ice, only two calories, so drink like tons of that. So. <laughs> and they've got lots of flavors and mixes. Always goes back to booze for you, doesn't it? <laughs> Not always. They just they they just came out with me. Well, the holidays are coming. They are coming. Um, so socially acceptable is overdressing. So at holiday time, it's almost impossible to overdress for cocktail parties and soirees. Now, even if it is, like, so what? It's not, it's not yeah, so that's crazy to be the best dressed person someplace, right? Especially for the holidays. I don't know that you yeah. can do that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so dazzle it up and go for it. Um, secondly, ask to do a quick change if you're coming straight from work. Some people, you know, might feel uncomfortable asking to, you know, sneak into the host's bathroom, but most hosts and hostesses would be only happy to lend your room to change in. And then we're kind of opening it up to any of the rest of you have any kind of holiday do's and don'ts. Do you have any, anybody else have any good, I, you know, um, things that, you know, socially acceptable are the things that some people are kind of intimidated by, but it's totally cool to do. It's kind of like I don't think that um, you can wear pearls with pretty much anything. I've seen pearls Absolutely. with denim. With, I don't think you can go wrong with pearls. They're always acceptable. Mm-hmm. Wear wine. Wine. Pearls. Uh, Listen, I think it's always acceptable to make sure to bring something to an event or to a party, regardless of whether or not they say to or not. I agree. I I totally agree. We brought that up on a a show here a few weeks ago about it is always acceptable to bring some kind of a gift, whether it be um, a host gift, a thank you. I start to appreciate, we really need as a culture to really reach out and start appreciating everybody around us. Somebody did text me. Uh, the last time I brought this up, they were actually listening. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate it. Uh, under ten dollars, twenty depending on, under twenty, I guess ten to twenty dollars, something small. I mean, if you're just visiting for dinner, you know, look at your crowd, look what you're doing. I mean, you can go to you know my my site and get a nice wine for about ten dollars, or you can go to you know, you know candy, yeah, something candles, but don't just pick something stupid. I yeah. take a second to go. They don't like that. They like this. Mm-hmm. Take just take. 10 minutes. Take 10 minutes of your day to look at it and say, you know, I appreciate, you know, like if I were to do something over, uh, I'll pick on Count Cody again. You know, I'm not going to bring in kind of this. Uh, I don't know what to take him. He's oh, too discerning. <laughs> wine. I would bring him wine every day of the week. Every day I would drink that anytime. <laughs> oh, you know, it might be a good idea to have like a little, a little stash. Yeah, you know, that's what I have. You know what? And my and I have a small What's in your space. stash? Well, you know, I've got a, an armoire. And, you know, throughout life, whether I'm traveling or whether I'm out shopping, if I see something that's unique, you collect them. I, you yeah. know, I, I do. do too. And I really enjoy that, you know, the last minute parties. Yeah. And I open my armoire and I think, who is our host? What could I do to say thank you? Oh, yeah. And so I love that. That stash is important. Mm-hmm. And then also for me, you know, being the party planner, I love to wrap it beautifully. Oh, yes. That so presentation, presentation is a on top of thought. I do. I um, like that. I try to keep a set of um, wine glasses, cocktail glasses, wine. Um, I will do things like candle, uh, a beautifully decanted hand lotion. You know, there's a lot of different things, especially when it's at a, a private residence that you can take in as a guest um, to say thank you to the host. Um, any time of year. It doesn't have to be Christmas. It can be oh, any function. Absolutely. I think um, every function yes. when you're invited it's, over. It's a very elegant way of saying thank you, and mm-hmm. um, you'll probably get invited back. 
And I think, too, really importantly, is a thank you note afterwards. Totally. Or do send me a text, but I'll tell you what, it separates you from the ordinary. The person who sends a text, the person who sends a, or leaves a voicemail, person who writes a handwritten note. Now, I'm, I'm guilty um, not sending a letter, but I have sent a text or a person said thank you, though. I mean, at least, at least. Yeah, acknowledge. Oh, or acknowledge. Don't do the, yeah. the text. Thanks for the nice I, I typically party. follow up with photos. And I'm really bad at the thank you cards, but I do. I take photos and usually send them photos. That's lovely. Can I'm, I add one especially unacceptable as it goes along this line? And oh, yeah. Actually, let's go ahead and jump well, into the question. Well, only when you do bring something to a party as a guest, you don't take it home with you if it's not. Oh, good Lord, yes. That <laughs> happened to me. Well, again... We won't go into my dating history, but yes. <laughs> we brought over a bottle of champagne and we didn't drink it. And I said, hey, where's that bottle of champagne? Oh, oh sweetheart, we need, right? to, we, need to have, we need to have a panel to paint your guys. Yeah. A, a panel. Like, who does that? People, rude people. I've seen yeah, other people do that too at parties. Socially it's unacceptable hideous. people that totally. do it. Socially unacceptable brought to you by Pop Chips. Never fried, never baked, think popped. Okay, it is socially unacceptable to ignore the request attire suggested on an invitation. Can I be a little snottier about this, please? <laughs> Do not bring down the event by being lazy and dressing inappropriately for the event. If you're going to participate, participate. I cannot stand. I mean, if you're working the event, like I've gone to an event, and, and it's been an elegant event, but I was doing photography. So I've worn black jeans before because I know I'm going to be down on my knees. I'm going to be up and down. So for me to wear a dress just isn't functional. But if you are going as an, a guest, do not think that you're better than that, uh, the attire request. Because it just, number one, makes you stand out and look like a complete ass. And number two, it also makes you look uneducated. Like, what, can he read? You become the topic of the party and, and not in a positive way. Well, right. And, and something to remember is that if someone actually takes the time to lay out the attire, that means that it's important to them. Well, it's typically it's a, part of, it's a part of the environment. Do you think you hear this more often with men than women? No, I hear it equally. Oh, really? I hear it equally. I have, uh, there's a lot of women out there who are just, I'm sorry, I'm going to say you're just lazy. Hmm. Um, it, because you can dress something up by, I mean, if you're coming straight from work, throw a skirt in your in your trunk and throw some jewelry on. Like I said, pearls can do go miles and miles to taking you from every day to um, almost evening attire just by throwing a skirt on with it. You can get away with a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think just as a culture, we become very lazy and we think that we are above everybody else. And we need to start including ourselves with people instead of trying to stand separated from people. It's great that we are independent and, and we have our personal traits. That's, you know, part of who we are. But don't try to stand out so much that you um, ruin it for everybody else. Well, you know, and particularly for me being a party planner, when you have a host or a hostess or you've got a party planner and you're putting together a look and environment, then you need to follow that. I and, agree. You know, and, totally. and it's not that hard. And no. you know what? The other cool thing about that is is there's a common thread when you walk in that door. If you do follow that protocol, then there's something that you can talk to your neighbor about. Did you have fun getting ready for this 20s party? My goodness, you look great in your disco outfit. Instant conversation and a common thread. So here's a hard part. I put on events. Excuse me. I put on events. The hardest part I have in that whole event is turning somebody away. It's like you're not really work. I hate it. I don't. I don't know. There's have no. Have you done it? Yes. There's Ooh. no easy way to do it except and say, look, you're inappropriate dress. And I, and I, 
I've seen this more actually with men than I have with women. We talk about there's there's a topic we'll get on to inappropriateness. It's the men who kind of like they 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 seem to go, oh, I'll just wear this shirt. You know, it's fine. It's got this little cool design on it. It's like, no, we said cocktail attire. That's not cocktail. Well, can we talk about that? And maybe our two experts can. So, I mean, I think yeah, define cocktail cocktail attire attire versus black tie. But can you like let our listeners in on that? Well, so cocktail for gals is a dress. Uh, it doesn't have to be a sparkly dress even. It doesn't have to be evening wear. Um, everybody's version of nice uh, cocktail attire might be a little bit different, but definitely um, more dressy than casual. Um, well-fitted. Well-fitted. Oh, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Why not some sassy, flared black pants? and a, With a nice set oh, of pumps. Look at this, guys. I've got to show you. I just have this. Uh, can't find it now, but this... this um, Oh, there we go. Ah, the black and white. I just saw this on my way out, and I thought I'd bring it. There's this amazing, lots of sparkle. This is a uh, cocktail, and she's in head-to-toe red, satin skirt, red uh, sweater, and uh, shoes. But she could also be wearing slacks and a blingy top, um, for sure, for sure. So I think the women have a little bit more flexibility play. there. Yeah. They have a little bit more play. But for the guys, definitely slacks. Probably a sport coat, um, and it doesn't have to be the traditional sport coat. Listen, especially for holiday, it could be velvet, it could be textured, it could be, you know, fitted and tailored and very European instead of, you know, traditional, you know, Hart Schaffner, which I know about because it's some of my, cl- my clients. But you know what I'm saying? There's there's some variety there as well. Um, and of course, a suit will always be appropriate for cocktail. I think for men, um, the biggest thing to remember when you're talking cocktail or formal is no jeans. Absolutely. No jeans. Or khaki. Or khaki, yeah. We're talking, we're talking, it's got to be crisp and clean. It's got to be well-defined. It's got to be, what I typically, if somebody is not quite understanding what I'm saying, and, you know, obviously jeans is self-explanatory, when it comes to any other pant, I always tell them, look at the drape. If it falls and it flows, then it's probably appropriate attire for a cocktail or for an evening affair. If the material is stiff and doesn't flow, it's probably not going to be appropriate. So I'll bring in the thing. It's like, I like the way Cody's dressed. Why would that be cocktail? I could see you wearing nice. You're not wearing Levi's, okay? These aren't like the denim blue. No, These are high quality. Why Why not? Uh-uh. Well, I mean, he wears, it, he, wears it, he wears it very, very well. But the problem is, is um, even, even if they were crisp, deep, dark, it, it just, it's not. It, the fabric goes yeah. a long way to... To addressing what cocktail and say, cocktail and defined a lot by by the, the fabric, flow of the materials, yeah, the fabric. Those guys that will sit there and go, well, look at him, he's got a nice Easter sharp. Why can I do that? That's the point that I think some guys don't get. I mean, I I'm totally in agreement. I think we need blaze, you know, nice slacks, and they're sharp, crisp, clean, you know, everything else. And they go, well, I want these jeans. These jeans are $100 from so-and-so. Why not? That's that's a part of the education piece, and and that's what we're trying to do here tonight as well as, you know, just uh, Seattle fashion and style in general, Mm -hmm. right? But um, but certainly uh, denim is just never appropriate for cocktail. No, cocktail, formal, um, you know, anything... Typically, I will say anything after about 5.30, you are really pushing the mark unless they have said, stated casual. You really, and again, that's where I learned the whole trick on the flow of, of fabric. If, if you go to wave the, the, the fabric and it, and it flows like a, um, like a flag, you're probably okay. If it's stiff and it doesn't flow, you're probably, it's probably good there. It's a good rule. 
Okay, so um, it is socially unacceptable to wear slutty clothing to business holiday parties. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be pretty about that? it. <laughs> no excuses unless you work in porn or the theme is slutty. I'm just telling you, no, no. We went to fashion shows. I have been and covered fashion shows. We have good friends who put fashion shows on. And I am so tired of the girls who sit down. And I'm sorry, I should not be able to identify your color panty from 500 yards away. It's inappropriate. And if we don't start, you know, pushing this a little bit, we're going to have to continue dealing with it. And this is why when you said, you know, you've turned people away. I know we have our New Year's Eve event coming up, and we've already discussed it. If you pay $350 for a ticket and you're dressed inappropriately, you will be turned away and you will watch the boat fly away. Oh, I doubt if Jason would turn someone away because their skirt was too short, though. (laughs) You would? I would. I'm sorry. I I love women. I I, I do adore them. But come on. The allure is thinking what you see. I'm serious. When you when you look at a, when you look at a beautiful woman or a beautiful man, because we're, we're mm-hmm. both genders here, what's the most important? When you look at him, you're like, oh, ah, you're sexy. What are you wearing? What are you smelling? What do you see? If you put together well, I mean, a nude person's a new person. Okay, fine. But <laughs> if you don't know what that nude looks like, you're like, oh, I think they look like that. That's more alluring than like, oh, they're wearing pink panties. Big deal. My my question is, how are you guys going to break that down for your invitation, right? (laughs) No, we've already said proper attire. What's proper attire? I don't know, and perhaps you you did. Like for for a skirt or dress? For instance, um, our um, theme is the Roaring Twenties. So you go and you look, you know, off the top of your head, if you were to think trunnies, you think flapper dress. Okay, so you wear a flapper dress. That's it's it's an easy peasy. That's not a, a no-brainer. Most people have some kind of attire. The other one is that long, um, very easy flowing dress. So if you have a full-length dress or you have something that looks kind of flapperish, which most women have something of that sort, they can get away with that. We're talking. If you show up and you're in a Vegas buckle, you know, um, bunchy dress that you know comes down to here and goes all the way up to there. That's a common sense thing. There comes a point where you have to learn what's appropriate. And um, you, the joke of it is those clothing are wearing you. You're not wearing the clothing. Well, and, and I agree with that for sure. And I think, and I am, I am uh, sure about this, that you're always communicating something about who you are by the way that you look, right? Whether you're formal, whether you're um, casual, whether you're funky or artistic or Slutty, as you would say, yeah. <laughs> like dare I say. Um, so for me, it's always, I mean, really, what do you want to be saying about yourself anyway? That, that's the hardest part. I think when you talk about who do you turn away, it is I of the beholder, but there are certain dresses that you just look at it and you're like, mm, no. You know, but but I'm I'm just suggesting that, are you guys really going to put like a... Here's the bottom line. If you have a question about the attire that you are going to wear for an event, you pick up the phone and you call the host. Bottom line. If you are new to the thing, you know, to events, if you're not sure, if you've never been to a grand gala or you've never been to a time period thing, uh, assuming is the worst thing you can do. You make an ass out of you and me. Pick up the phone, call the host, ask the question. It's it's, It's part of being appropriate. You know right, I, I agree with that. One of the things that I do as an event planner, though, um, both large and um, small events, is we will actually have a few backup you know, props or items that if somebody comes in and, you know what, maybe they are just a little off base, okay. 
but I will be happy to give them a flapper party. I'll give them a feather to throw in their hair and a boa. And, you know, so it, I think that, you know, again, attention to detail. It, it's hard. I mean, I, what she was saying, it's, you know, she brings a very valid point. It's very hard. I'm not looking forward to this. You know, when you say, I'm sorry, you can't come, you know, you're not just, it's such a hard line. People say, well, what about her or hers is, you know, whatever. Or I guess when it goes back to the original thing, trust properly. Seriously. And if you don't know, ask the question. Okay, so while Jason is um, pouring us and he's going to tell us about the, uh, the wine here that we're going to be drinking, we are going to go through real quickly the socially savvy preparing for the holiday tips. Um, choose clothing that is flattering to your shape. Don't be the talk of the party because your attire is too tight in the wrong places. This is one of those, uh, again, ask somebody's opinion. I mean, I'm going to say it, and you know I will. Muffin top is just not pretty for anybody. So, you know, wear your clothing appropriate. Get, get the yummy tummy. I'm a, I'm a the, fan. I mean, and, and you have yes. to, and I am one of those that's not one of those super skinny women, so it's not like I'm talking so far off base. But be aware because you want people who are around you, when they're talking about you, you don't want to be the topic of the party that is like, oh, did you see what she looked like? You want to be the one that they were, they heard what you said and they got to know you as an individual. Well, but it also goes for men in that sometimes they wear things that are just way too big. Oh, yeah. Too big, too small. Mm-hmm. If you have questions, there's tons of specialists. You can even go into your department store and ask, you know, what is, I'm, I'm looking for a top to go with these pants. Um, hit your closet um, and pull together three different holiday looks. Do this ahead of time. Have a formal dressy, have a semi-casual dressy, and a cold weather dressy. So when you get those last-minute calls for something, you already have in your mind, okay, this is what it is. I can just grab this and go. So a little bit of prep work ahead of time helps a lot. Um, and go accessorize. Accessory shopping early. All this good stuff is usually gone way before the holiday season kicks in. So be prepared. Um, social food for thought. If you want to be mem- memorable when you walk into a party, make sure that you are wearing the clothes and the clothes aren't wearing you. Um, and that is a quote, I believe, and I'm not positive, but I believe from Coco Chanel with the Coco fragrance because either you wore Coco or it wore you. I think you're correct on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Miss Tracy, let's run through the news real quick. Social news. Well, a new Cuban today will be opening up in the Soto District right next to Club Sur. Any day now, and I'm going to butcher it, but I think it's called Cafe Con Leche. Con Leche. Con Leche. Con Leche. Very excited about that. I got the tip, hot tip on that. It should be opening any day now, and we will be doing a live podcast. Oh, very good. Very excited. Um, now going on locally, um, our local report brought to you by Bellevue Nordstrom's Cosmetics. This week at Nordstrom's, check out one of the world's leading skincare lines, Revive. Facials are on Thursday um, for an advanced skincare that line that if you're looking at going under the knife, they have a technology to put that off five to ten years, and I've seen the results. So if you're interested and you've ever wondered about that, check them out. And then coming up this week um, is brought to you by Eye Candy Lash Boutique in Kirkland. Get a full set of lashes for only $100. That's really affordable, and they do really great work. You can just look at LV lashes and She's testament. Yes, today. So um, book today by calling 425-587-1133. Um, coming up on Wednesday, November 16th, Google, Place, Google Places teams up with the Suite Lounge in Bellevue to present you with a night of fun from 7 to 10 p.m. It's an exclusive professional networking event at the Suite Lounge at the Hyatt Regency Hotel. There'll be high-caliber networking, social food to share, an upbeat atmosphere found only at the Eastside's most sophisticated social scene. Love that place. Um 
So you can go to eventbrite.com. Who's putting this on exactly? Um, Google, Google Places, Places. and um, Andy, um, one of the Seattle promoters, is a part of it. So if you go to Suite or you go to Google Places, they both have that event up there. Um, November 17th, kick off the holidays with City Flowers over here, um, directly across um, from Gunnar Nordstrom's. They do their open house from 7 to 9 p.m. Great holiday ideas, um, flower arrangements, and more. We're actually going to be sitting down and talking to them about um, proper decorating for tables for holidays, so it doesn't intrude. Um, also Thursday here locally, um, Pearl is celebrating their third anniversary pop-in from 6 p.m. to closing to congratulate them on um, be, being one of the few businesses that have been very successful. We're going to be going into our after party. It's um, only going to run about five or ten minutes, but we want to thank our sponsors, Gunnar Nordstrom's um, Chocolate Shop from Apex, which are, we are going to be doing a, a, a air tasting after the show here. So if you're listening, pop in after the live so you can hear about that. We've got one more wine here to taste. Um, Pop Chips, Kind Bars, um, Pap Spear. We have several sponsors that we're very fortunate to have. So thank you all, and uh, we look forward to seeing you at the next Socially Savvy event. So until then, have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so now we're in the after party. Go ahead. We're going to have uh, Jason here tell us about this red wine. Uh, yeah. We're in the after party now, so we can... Talk about it. So we're doing Tempest Oba, which is a Tempest Alba, which is a Malbec, 2009. It's uh, aged in oak, mm-hmm. six of which are in oak. Uh, it's a traditional Malbec style, so you should get a little uh, pruny float, a little dark cherry. It's got Definitely get dry cherries. Yeah, very nice. And this, the one thing I like about the Tempest Alba, it's another small family run by the, the, the father and two sons. Uh, you can see them on YouTube or from my SeattleWineExchange.com or YouTube, YouTube.com, Seattle Wine Exchange. You'll see the uh, the father and son talk about their wines. They're very close to it, and that's the one thing I like about it. They're like, they really get intense. You think that we're drinking the wine, we're swelling, we're smelling. These guys get really serious into, like, you know, all the stonework and where the grapes from and what time they pick it and everything else. And what I like about this wine here from Malbec, it gives you a traditional Malbec flavor without the super tannins that you normally get. Tannins are like tea. Tea, whenever you drink a, a dry tea without sugar, it, it works on the side of your mouth. That's what a tannin is. When you think of things, when you think about wine, I've said it before, tannins are like tea, sour is like cranberry juice, and uh, grape juice is like the, the juice of the flavor. When you do those three together, you can make your own wine profile just by those mm-hmm. three ingredients without drinking the alcohol. And when you're thinking sour, you're thinking, you know, that's actually the acid that's helping yep. make your mouth water. Like yep. you just bit into a big bean cherry or mm-hmm. something or, yep. you know, or mouth drying, like like Jason said. Um, uh, it could actually be grippy on your teeth. If you're, like, swirled some really heavy tannin wines and you swirl around your mouth and it's like you feel like your teeth are gripping onto your cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. The, this one like, has like, a, have you ever had this one dries cheese? down really quick. It's like that. Yeah. I, I like this yeah. wine because it's one of those that you can enjoy the, mm-hmm. the flavor of the wine, but it's not really, you can drink, in my opinion, I could feel like I could drink this with a lot of different things and it wouldn't um, impair the flavors that I was um, eating, even if it wasn't a perfect pair. Well, the there's, a lot, there's a lot of going on in, in a typical Malbec. It's, there's a lot of spice. You know, you get a little, I kind of like a little barnyardish in there, you know, when I smell it. And and you always sometimes, because the region it comes from, you know, if it grows together, if it grows together, it goes together. So a lot of times the farms that are adjacent there are, are like, they're also growing vegetation. Vegetation, a lot of times, is peppers. So sometimes you get a little vegetal, 
in your day. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bell pepper in there is, is, is what I always think of a Malbec. Mm-hmm. Um, and it pairs bell with a lot of good – yeah, mm-hmm. white pepper, definitely white pepper. Um, this this could nice. This one could be decanted a little bit, decanting, as we mm-hmm. talked about previously, where you open it up to oxidize mm-hmm. some of the, uh, the tannins release and some of the uh, uh, the alcohol work out. So this definitely could be one, but it's definitely a good drinking wine for what it is. Absolutely. I like that. It's really good. Thank you for bringing these lovely wines. We're going to finish off with um, Apex, who is one of our sponsors. They have created the Chocolate Shop, which now houses three um, unique different flavored wines in the Chocolate Shop. We're actually drinking the cornerstone of it, which is called Chocolate Shop. Um, And I'm going to have Michael tell us a little bit about this. And um, I've got some fun little tips and tricks on how to use it for the holidays because it is this is is the epitome of your dessert wine. Um, it is you know most people think ice wines and and really sweet things. This is sweet, but it's a red, so it's uncharacteristic for you know what you would typically look for. And you know what's cool is I'm gonna layer a little bit on that what you just said. Um, you know we talked about earlier we talked about. Um, uh, some of the best things, you know, uh, as far as, you know, when we think about food and cuisine and, and wine, they always go together. Um, and a lot of the great things we have in wine or in food come from peasants. Very simple, peasants, simple beginnings. You know, yep. you know uh, um, in fact, I learned today in school that, that you know, like um, some of the late harvest or, or like Tukai's, or sauternes, which are you know based off a of noble rot, rot that comes on grapes. Now those grapes were given to the peasants because the upper class didn't want to drink it because it was they viewed it as as as, as bad. But the but the people, the peasants, they they need to drink. You know they need calories, they need food, substance, that kind of thing. So they pressed it still, tried to make what and what they didn't know is molecularly it changed the the sugar content, and the acid in the grapes, and made this beautiful like. Uh, sweet wine. Now, for those listening, Tukai's are more Hungarian, Bulgarian Hungar- type yeah, wines, yeah. and Saturns are very French mm-hmm. uh, wines. There's some other regions over there, but those are the two famous ones, Tukai's and Saturns, for those listening. But really interesting that, you know, that it's, and then the peasants made this, and it's just it's beautiful. And, and a lot of dessert wines come from that, that thought process. That thought process, yeah. absolutely. So, you know, in uh, same with peasant food. You think of classic French. Yeah. Peasant food. <laughs> just well, it is simple and elegant. This presentation yeah. is like, um, you know, when the first time I drank, I, I smelled this. The first thing I think of is Tootsie Rolls. And it, it is. is very, yeah. this one you can, you know, you, you know, obviously for some people it might be a little sweet. You wouldn't want to guzzle a whole bottle, but in the presentation you can do so many fun things. Um, you could pick up the little mini chocolate cups and pour a chocolate shop into them. Um, and put it out there as chocolate shots. Mm-hmm. It would be a very fun, uh, festive way. Um, put some fresh-cut strawberries on the side as chasers. <laughs> you know, I'm actually, I put some thought into uh, these sweet drinks and wines that you're presented by, because, you know, chocolate shop-type wines weren't really around five years ago. No, it's recently a new thing. Very new, yeah. Saturn is very, very old. Uh, Tokai is very, very old. Ports, very, very old. And you start doing these chocolate infused, and it's like, okay, how did somebody drink this? I mean, what it's do you do? It's a dessert. You're drinking your dessert. You know, are you sipping it? Could you add this with food? Oh, yeah. Some of the other um, recommendations with this particular one, drizzle, drizzle it over a simple hot chocolate chip cookie and serve it on a plate. For a more elegant presentation, um, soak fresh fruit in it and serve in a chilled glass with cream on top. 
Mm, yeah. So you're talking about something um, savory. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Um, you know, at the end of the night, you know, we're sitting here and we're talking. You know, if if you guys, I would take house, a chocolate and have this. I'm thinking, I'm thinking something with mole. Yeah, chocolate right. and mole, right? right? Yeah. So you got a bridging ingredient. So you always think, what's in my wine that I can bridge over to my 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 food? So I'm gonna do something even crazier. It's like you could do like a nice lamb dish and have a a seared lamb that's got a little <clears> bit of mustard, a little bit of a walnut, and then you have on the side a small, not a full. When one thing. Listeners, you got to listen uh, here is that when you drink a chocolate shot, you're not drinking a six-ounce glass of this. You're drinking two ounces. Yeah. So I thought about it. If I'm going to have lamb at my house, you know, I like lamb or even elk because elk, right now we're in the middle of hunting season. Elk season, A little elk, a little walnut crescent, sear it off, a little, you know, asparagus, a little risotto. I throw in a shot glass of this wine to taste with it. Nice little chaser, you know. It's, it's thinking differently because I don't know if I could drink six ounces of that. Right, no, I agree with you. Yeah, and then that's why I thought, you know, the little chocolate shots, you know, you can get those little, they're like an inch tall, they're chocolate cups, and you right. can put this in it, and they make for a great party, you know, put it on a tray with little strawberry chasers. It's just fun. It, you know, kind of creates a little bit of a, an attitude and a fun dessert, you know, presentation. I know that at Christmas, I see Mike looking at me, he's like, oh. <laughs> well, you just got to remember, the, the weight of the wine has to match the weight of the dish. That's true. Yeah. No, or exceed it slightly. Otherwise, if you have something that's completely, but you know, that's not the that's not the hundred percent rule. Well, it can, right. you can play contrast. You know, uh, like you know, like you classic blue cheese with port. <laughs> I mean, it's not sweet as the port, but right. it's your your salty sweet contrast. Yeah, actually, well. just a brief note on that. So we're talking about blue cheese. Blue cheese and olives and a mar- martini. I never really oh. thought about that mm-hmm. until the other day I was over at a restaurant nearby, Sea Star, and I'm, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll have a martini, throw in a uh, blue cheese olive in there. I thought, uh, I don't like oh, it. Yeah. Oh, well. yeah. I was that. Be adventurous, just like anything else in life, be adventurous. And with that in mind, um, wanted to touch base on one of our plan ahead. Obviously, we have the New Year's Eve party with the Roaring Twenties coming up. If you have any, um, you're looking for the party that is going to rock this year, you definitely want to check that out. Um, Fabulous entertainment. You have all your food, all of your beverages, including for the entire evening, as well as being able to see the fireworks from one of the best places on the water. Um. So check that out. It'll be on any one of my myself, Tracy, um, the Socially Savvy, uh, Jason, all of our pages will have information on that. But more importantly, the next event that's coming up on the 28th, we are going to be doing Socially Savvy Live from Apex, which is the owner of the chocolate shop. And uh, they're going to be doing a shopping extravaganza. And it's going to be a really fun place to get your holiday shopping started. But if you're looking for some really cute and fun ideas with dessert wines to, you know, take your event to the next level, create a presentation, do some pairing so that um, I know wine pairing dinners are really popular right now. And the pairing goes all the way through the desserts. You can definitely stop in there and they will, are happy to give you all kinds of ideas depending on what it is you want to serve. So. Or you can ask me. Or you can ask Michael. <laughs> yeah. You can go to his website and he has great food and wine pairing mm-hmm. ideas. Um, have somebody like Michael come in and help prepare the food Absolutely. and pair the wines and Jason too. Bring them in. Bring them in. Well, thank you everybody for being a part of Socially Savvy this week and talking holiday attire with us. Mm-hmm. Um, hope you guys got some good ideas and uh, we look forward to seeing you fashionably fab out there in the real world. Take care thank everyone. Ciao. Bye. Ciao.